following takes place between 8 a.m. and 9 a.m. Hammer time! Are you a homeowner who is dangerous with tools? Do you start a project and never finish it? Because no. frustration sets in. Do you think maybe you should have called a professional? Break it down! Well, look no further. Image Home Improvement is now live from the Star Worldwide Networks Tower. And now, remodeling contractor, TV personality, and your host for Image Home Improvement, Steve Dubell. Ah, uh, yes, good morning. It's time once again for Image Home Improvement Live. And as we love to say, it's the weekend and it's, God, you know, it's the first day of October and it's, God, Spr- it's spring in the fall. That's, that's right, Dan said it's spring in the fall. And, well, you know why? Well, you know, Dan's, Dan's in <laughs> baseball mode now because, oh, yeah. you know, because of the Cubs are winning and they're going to the playoffs, maybe. What well, do you think? Well, with 102 and 54, I think so. You think so? Huh? I hope they choke. I want to see them go oh, in and lose no. in the first they, round. They did a century of choking. It's time to follow through. No, it isn't. <laughs> baseball ain't baseball unless the minute, Cubs wait choke. Wait a minute. First of all, they can't. They can't. They can't win this year. You want to know why? See, they missed. They missed the. They should have won last year, according back to the future. So they can't win today. They can't win this year. It's they'll be off a year. That's just the way the Cubs are. They're not going to listen to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, you never know. The Mets could be spoilers. You never know. I'm pulling for the Mets, man. I want the Mets to do it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I, that's what I wanted to do last year. They beat the Cubs, but then they choked. <laughs> you know what can I tell you? That was their year to choke. That was their year to choke. What can I tell you? But hey, you know it's 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 you know it's the fall. It's a great weekend for just getting out doing things. You know, we were out this morning. Over at our bagel, favorite uh, bagel place, getting a little uh, bagel and coffee before the show and enjoying some of this really great weather. Thank you, Amber Sullins from ABC 15, yes. by sending all that good weather our way. But, uh, again, it's a great day to actually get out and take care of those things that you've been meaning to take care of the house. And see, guys and girls, you know, you can't use the summer anymore that it's, mm. oh, it's just too hot. I'll have to get around to it. We'll do it next week. You know, yeah. I've heard that before. We'll and do it next week. Let's the round to it are no more. Yeah, around it, to get Now get to it. I'll get around to it, and guess what? Because, you know, what you could do is if you get it done, then, you know, you always can, you know, sit there and, you know, get through the Cardinal game tomorrow. There you go. Hopefully. Hopefully we'll have a better ending this week than last <laughs> week. Last week, I think don't think they came to play. I don't know what the deal was there. When he's bad, he's bad, isn't he, Palmer? He's a, he's, oh, yeah, he's on a tear. Wow. No, that's just really, you know, I was just hoping for, you know, the same thing that Walter says. Can we just, like, fold and get a new deck or get a, get a new hand and start over again? I yeah. mean, come on. <clears throat> that wasn't a hand. That was a foot. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That's why they call it a shoe. Yeah. But anyway. But, no, seriously, you know, there's a lot of things that – all these things that we've been talking about, like, during the summer, you know, we, we prepare for our worst season in the fall and the winter because summer is really when, you know, the house is taking a beating because of the heat. It's brutal. But now's the time you go back and start, you know, some of these little ugly things start cropping up like leaks and this and that up on your roof. And we're going to get talking a little bit about the five worst things you could do for your roof. Like ignored is number one. Well, you know, that's one. It's always the first one, isn't it? Well, yeah, but, you know, like, don't put your head in the sand. But we'll get into that in a little bit. But then also later later in the show, we're going to be actually. But it's too hot. Here. That's why my head goes in the sand. It's just too hot. Well, you know, 
And then they'll use other body parts as a bicycle parking rack. See, you have an excuse, Blake, because you could always say, well, I had to come to the station. That's right. I had to go go take care of Steve and Dan for Saturday morning. That's right. I can't take care. Besides that, see, Dan, Dan, he actually can get get away with two excuses. That's right. He's, He's going to work, and at the same time, too, he's going to class. Because he's learning more about home improvement. Yeah, free education. Free, free education. education at IHIU. That's right. That's right. There you go. See that? You know, it's just I'm sorry every- to What were you saying? The other five things? What? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the, the attention span. Where's your notes, one? buddy? <laughs> you know, this is this is a, this is like the the livest webinar you're ever going to get. That's right. You know, so but uh, we're going to be talking with Glenn Kofi later from AZ High Tech Tile and Stone and James Belleville from. The concrete repair, man, you know, one of the things that we, we want to also get into is that, you know, people are, you know, flooring is a big thing that we're talking about now. And, you know, one of the great places to go for all kinds of flooring is uh, uh, our new sponsor over in Scottsdale. And if you haven't, you haven't checked out our new spot, floor sponsor in Scottsdale who has a fabulous, fabulous showroom. Make sure you check him out. He's over on Scottsdale Road. Inex Creative Floors. There you go. Inex Creative Floors is in the house. And it's okay. not beneath us to talk about him. That's right. That's right. So he's got some great stuff. Also, Walking all, all over him already. Also, right. you know, one of the things we've been working on this week, you know, a lot of people turn around and they have issues with um, the uh, – financing for their remodel projects. So one of the things that they we're looking at also with our other great new sponsor, All Western Mortgage, is actually uh, the re- remodel restoration mortgages that you can get for your house. And it's not your typical 203K. And if you want to get uh, want to learn more about that, check out the archives at imagehomeimprovementshow.com. And uh, Chris Gonzalez is our... Um, Great friend and renovator partner when it comes to taking care and renovating your mortgage so that you can do the renovation of your home. That guy's smart, go. man. He knows all that stuff. Yeah, he, yeah. That guy is school. Yeah, absolutely. He knows his, as he they does. say, he knows his stuff. stuff. His yes. stuff. Yeah. yeah. So, but there are some great ways that you can get some financing and taking a look at uh, spending less money, get some money back, do some renovating, and, uh, you know, maintain that home that we always talk about that should be. Something that is a reflection of your personality. Well, now, Dan, Dan's <laughs> backyard. Be careful with that. Dan's backyard is a, is a reflection of his personality because he likes to have you know artificial turf. I don't know how that's that right. relates, but I, I guess it does. Well, he's a superficial Would, person. That's oh oh, oh 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 gracious oh goodness oh, gracious goodness. oh oh Dan, Dan, man it's <laughs> not even it's not even eight thirty yet. That's, that's right. the okay. story. And here. the hits keep on coming. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I like a level playing field. Uh, well, whatever. You know, you whatever. Know, you know what they say. You want the truth? You yeah. want the truth? You can handle the truth. <laughs> That's right. And my microphone's not working. When? Well, yeah. <laughs> What can I tell you? Anyway, but no, actually, and, and you know, one of the things that also you, you have to take into account, as I said, take take a look. And this is a great day to actually do. Remember that walk around that I've been telling you about to do around your home. Do that walk around, take a look, and see exactly what they're, um, you know, what's, you, look, at, look for those termite tubes. Yeah. That's you, when you need Hayden. You, you never know, <laughs> you know. You know, you have him come out with, you know, with our super sleuth, uh, Dan Hayden, come out and take a look and do that 
home inspection, as well as, you know, that now's a great time to do that energy audit for your home because right. it's getting cool. You can take a look. You may need some insulation. You may need some new windows. How about those single-pane windows? How about those single clear story um, windows, Dan, we looked at this oh, week? Oh, those ones that just rained right through the wall and down into the kitchen? You're right. You it's, love they've, those? <laughs> they've been up on the house so long. That the actual internal trim of it. Of the actual inside of the trim itself, inside the window, had retracted to where the water would go inside the window, flow around, and then back down inside the wall, through the wall, and then through the next window below in the kitchen. Yeah. It was just like raining. You could hear this trip, 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 trip. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's, like, it's one of those things you just don't want to... You just want to be able to fix and go back. And actually, some of those other windows, Dan, you didn't see it because I was up on the roof when we did the test, is that some of the other windows looks like they were, maybe you know, the old uh, put your paint in and glaze around. Oh, the, the old putty type. Oh, yeah. You see, there was plenty of putty up on those other windows, but except the one that was leaking. <laughs> and then somebody Gee, else had gone up there happened. with one of those other windows and actually, you know, gone uh, caulk happy. With yeah. with a caulk gun to try and seal up the window. So yeah, so there's a little bit of work to do up there. And then also, you know, thanks to our good infrared, we <laughs> actually discovered that you know where some of this water was coming in through um, the scupper going through the paraffin wall, as well as the top part above the scupper, which is the, the top of the paraffin. Yeah. Which, from the looks of it, <laughs> when you look at it normally, if you do see, this is the thing that people don't understand. You could go up and look at the top of a parapet wall, which is usually the stucco is thinner than usually on the wall because they when they when they stucco the house they never stucco the top of the parapet as much as they do the walls yeah. and it's very thin. Thin as the hair in my head. Yeah. <laughs> well, see now. There yeah, you well, go. that's fine. But look at me learning already. Scuff it in a parapet. There you go. No see? parapet, not parapet. parapet. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I H I U. Parapet in Orange Tree, right? Yeah. <laughs> and a partridge yeah. in a pear tree. Yeah, well, that too. Yeah. Right. Uh, well, what do you know? Uh, what do you know? It's time for break. Okay. All right. Well, we come, when we come back, we're going to get into some of those five worst things you could do for your roof because it's time to talk about those things and make sure that you don't fall into the pit. Courtesy of our good friends and sponsor at Keiko Roofing Systems because they're crazy about quality. Thinking about remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? Confused about which company to choose to supply and fabricate your new countertop? Let me make that choice simple for you. Papagno's Marble and Granite, a family-owned business and experts in their field, installing many types of products such as granite, marble, onyx, travertine, silestone, and much, much more. Their personalized service will help make sure that you have the right material choice for your next remodel. Their high-tech fabrication equipment on site will expedite the delivery and installation of your countertop. Give Papagno's a call today, 480-948-4282, or check them out on the web at papagnos.com. Getting the money to renovate your home has never been easier. All Western Mortgage has helped hundreds of families with their home financing needs, including renovation loans for all types of borrowers. VA, FHA, and conventional borrowers can take advantage of these programs. Give us a call, 480-237-3535, 480-237-3535, and ask for Chris, the renovation guy. 
All Western Mortgage Inc. NMLS 14210. Arizona Banker 0923280. Branch NMLS 1074188. East Cactus Road, Suite 110 and 220. Scottsdale, Arizona 85254. All borrowers are subject to credit qualifications. Not all borrowers will qualify as certain restrictions apply on all programs. The information contained in this material is not guaranteed to extend credit or lend. Terms and conditions are subject to change without notice. Equal housing lender. Are you tired of the runaround from your heating and air conditioning company? Hi, I'm Steve Dubell, and I'd like to tell you about a company I respect and trust, the pros at Quality Systems Air Conditioning and Refrigeration. They are the Valley's premier heating and air conditioning service company. Each and every professional at Quality Systems goes through a stringent training process of continuing industry education. Larry Thompson, the owner of Quality Systems, and his staff exemplify the meaning of integrity and honesty. Quality Systems is a licensed, bonded, and insured company for your protection. When I have a heating and air conditioning need, I call the pros at Quality Systems. Why wait? Call the pros at Quality Systems right now, 480-247-7654, or find them on the web at qualitysystemsac.com. This is Tiffany Hunter, host of the Home Hunter Sunday mornings on ABC 15. And you're listening to Image Home Improvement Live on the Double Wide Network. So, Mr. President, I hear Hillary's poll numbers are very high. Yes, and actually so are her supporters. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. And, you know, week one down on the debate scene, week two coming up this week, where the second the second in commands are going to give it a shot against each other. It's another going to be another another <laughs> yeah. WWE right. event. Who are they? That's the question. Dan, who are the vice presidents? Klein and some other clown. <laughs> well, they're both clowns. So yeah. who who are the who are they, Stephen? You Tim, know, no, not clown. Biden, Tim Kaine, Kane, Tim Kaine. Oh, okay. And, and Mike Pence. Oh, well, see, Pence? I mean, I don't need. Yeah, I, yeah. You know, that's a vice presidential thing, you know. Well, it's a vice presidential <laughs> thing. Okay. Well, let's see. Well, you know, we'll see what round two looks like, and then next week, then round three, uh, rerun of the first round again. It's like it feels like it feels like the. The Cubs playoff game. You know, they went in really good, and then all of a sudden, what the hell happened? Yeah. One of the fans snatched the ball. Yeah, one of the fans snatched the ball. So you watched that debate. We didn't talk about that. Yeah, we didn't talk about that. But, you know, that's it's it's just like, you know, I don't want to sway anybody, but you want to know something, you just you have to go back and, as they say, like they used to say, remember, I'm going to date everybody now. You remember, remember uh, Dragnet? Mm, when he used to turn facts. around, just the facts, ma'am, just the facts. <laughs> That's mean. all we want, just the facts. Well, what difference does that make? They're politicians; they don't know what that is. <laughs> I was th- hoping they'd talk about an issue. Well, yeah. Well, I got, I got Not a feeling. Even one issue. I got a, fe- I got a feeling that round two in two weeks is going to be issue driven. Yeah, that's going to be uh, a right. sight. We got to gotta be get seen. down to some real, you know, meat and yeah. taters here. Yeah, oh right. yeah, absolutely. All right. So, anyways, if uh, if you just found us. Make sure you check us out on imagehomeimprovementshow.com. We are here every Saturday morning from 8 to 10 to provide you with the cutting-edge information for home improvement as well as a little bit of fun while we do it because what good is trying to work with if you don't have any fun? I mean, that's what it's all about. That's what makes you. That's what makes it easy for you to come back and learn more about the things to take care of at home, which, like I always said, it's not rocket science. No. All it takes is some good education, and a little bit of common sense. 
And safety. And safety. Obviously, safety is <laughs> always, always paramount, especially, you know, especially, you know, people that like to go up on ladders. You know, I don't encourage it if you're a homeowner who are just like, well, I'm just going to go up on a roof and check out some of those things that Steve was talking about, and, you know, this week. I'm like, if you don't do it if you don't, on you, a regular basis, you could call, like I said, you could always call Keiko Roofing. They will come out and do a free roof inspection for you. If you got your roof done, they will come out and do it every year all you, for free. Although they'll come out and look at it. They'll check it, whether it's foam, flat, shingle, or tile. They will come out and take a look at your roof and give you a fair estimate they'll take pictures they'll come down they'll go over any issues with you and really i mean how cool is that you don't ever even have to pull a ladder out of the garage that's right why bother i mean why should you try and do the things that we do you know normally and it's because we don't think about things you know hey i gotta go up gotta hey, go up a ladder and fix hey, these even, things. even i've been good since my little incident last year i've not been up on a ladder too much <laughs> because you know, it's the stability is not there for me. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't feel that stable grabbing, even though it's a little giant and it's really super safe. Yeah, I get up about four to five feet, and I'm going, hmm, I don't think so. Well, see, you know, it's that common sense thing. Just don't do it. Well, yeah, you got to be careful. <laughs> have you ever be... fallen off a ladder, Stephen? Me? Oh, yeah. yeah. Me? Where have you been? Yeah. <laughs> how about? How about? Yeah, well, God, this December it was four years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Four years ago. And what happened? Eight. I was in a hospital for six days. I didn't yes. know that. Yeah, absolutely. Was nice I was I was a mess. You remember? Yeah, my yeah. I I fell. I I, I Bam, don't know what right happened. Yeah, my head. I had. You fell on your head. Yeah, yeah, my head. I had a I had a, a a crack my skull in like one place above my left eye, three places around my right eye, and I had a, I broke the bridge of my nose. And, uh, and and then this this person here was trying to get in his truck and go do another job. That's right. I it took four <laughs> paramedics to hold me down. Did they? Send you through protocol concussion, concussion protocol on the site after that happened? I, I have, guess not. I have no idea, but the next thing I woke up, I was <laughs> I in the no hospital. Recollection. I have no Yeah, I had no, I have no idea who that was. I really don't. I, you know, I woke up, That's I swear. It's like somebody deleted a day out of my life. Yeah. Because I woke up, I was in the hospital. You remember what, you ever watched the movie The Fly? Uh no, Goldblum was in that. I know Goldblum. That, but, yeah. All right. Well, that's yeah. Do you remember? Do you remember when he was he was metamorphosizing into the fly? How his head was like blown out on one side, and mm-hmm. it was starting to take the the look of a fly. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what I looked like in a hospital the first day. That's right. It was terrible. It took. Well, it, wait a minute. That's weird, Steve. So, what do you mean you got up and went to the next job? Well, what was no, happening what was, was trying to do. What was happening was the 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 paramedics. Well, I found out from the paramedics because. Uh, and this was when I, this is stuff I don't remember. They told me, because I was supposed to go down, do some work down at ABC 15 right after we left the, this project. Well, I was getting off the roof to load the tr- ladder in the truck and go down the studio. Well, what happened was when I fell off, I must have been, I must have fell off. I was delirious because I'm bleeding all over the place. You know, I'm laying, I actually dented my my ladder with, with my his head. with my head. Well, that's yeah. how hard well, I hit the ground. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you got the ladder in Steven's head, which is going to win? Steve's head. But go ahead. <laughs> well, there you go. That's because I've got a hard German that's right. skull. That's right. <laughs> you know. So uh, anyway, they told me that I was I was fighting them because I kept telling them I had to go down to ABC 15, and it took four paramedics to get me in the get me in the emergency vehicle to drive me over to the hospital, and then they put me in. And I woke up the next day. And I'm like, oh my God, what the hell is wrong here? And I'm laying in the hospital. What happened? I had no, I, I had no recollection of the fall. So that's a basically amnesia, right? Well, I don't know <laughs> what happened. And and really, after after that, it took. I actually thought it was Sunday 
because I said, well, okay, so something happened. I'll just lay here and relax and watch Sunday football. But it was actually Tuesday. That's right. And that's what happened. It's Tuesday see, morning. I woke up and, and see, I was like, when "Wait a minute! Happened, it's Tuesday." See, that night, I lost. I lost. I had no recollection of that, Monday. I can't blame him. I went over and saw him that night. He doesn't remember. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Mean, but uh, well, yeah. you're not very memorable, Hayden. So there, you know. <laughs> no. But, no, but see, see, the hits in, keep on coming. He, he was in, he was in tough shape. He was in really tough Head shape. Head swollen, like you're saying. Oh my oh, god! Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, he was, he was, you know, he'd just come out of ICU when I got there. Yeah, I mean, it was amazing. And oh, it took, wow. it took six days. I was in the six days in the hospital. I came out just before Christmas and I was laid up about a month before right. I was able to go back and see. Um, I even brought some antlers people. to his room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bought some antlers to my room. <laughs> well, what ha- well, I mean, what happened? Why'd you fall? I, I don't know. want to get into I, that's, I, that's I don't know. That's one of those missteps that you I, never. I don't know. Yeah. But, but the problem is that you, I don't know. I don't know because I don't because that part is is was like somebody took it hit a delete button right and from point A to point B and it's gone and it, all I know is that I talked to the painter when um, who was there later on after I got back out of the hospital and he told me what happened he says you know as you were getting off the ladder it looks like your leg hit the ladder and it pushed the ladder out ladder fell and I fell on top of the ladder and it was only eight feet but. It was a hell of an eight feet. No yeah. kidding. You know, and well, it could have been worse. It could have been worse. I could have, I, you know, I, I know people that have fallen off ladders that, that well, had, had never come back that's from right. it. Because, that's right. Because, I mean, it all Same depends here. how you land, what you break, you know. Um, it, and some the, people are in, you know, fall off roofs. They're in a wheelchair the rest of their life. So I feel very fortunate. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. folks, this is what it means. This man has been on ladders for most of his adult life. Don't do it if you're not used to it. Mm-hmm. And if you have yeah. any kind of qualms, if you start stepping up on that thing and you go, oh, this is kind of, then step back. Well, and, and again, the, re- the other reason, too, is I always make mention to for people that shouldn't be doing standing on ladders. For instance, one of my very good friends very years ago, that's one of the reasons I started the radio show back in 2005, was that she elected to put a, an extension ladder up in a loft area, which if you have a loft in your home, you know, if you're going to paint a loft, it's a little precarious the way you have to put the ladder to get certain parts of the wall painted. And she fell. She broke her ankle. She was out of work. She was a school teacher. She was out of work for three months. Hmm. And she has now has several pins in her ankle hmm. for the rest of her life because they had to pin it back together. And I'm like, why didn't you call me? Why did you try and do this yourself? She says, well, you know, my husband who is actually working in California and commuted, turned around and she said, well, I was bored. I wanted to do something. I was off of school. Well, you know, now you're off for, you were off for three months Yeah, because she was recuperating now. because yeah. now she can't do anything. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, it's, 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 you got to use sense. If you, if you, if you're unsure about it, then Step away from I it. wouldn't do it. I mean, even after I, after I recovered and stuff. I went up on the ladder and the thought occurred to me, but it wasn't like it traumatized me where I wouldn't go up on a ladder anymore. Obviously, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm in construction. I, that's one of the things I need yeah. to do. So I st- I'll still go up and go up on ladders. It's not going to affect me. So it's just. But the, you still but do the, go up on ladders? Oh, though? my God. Yeah, all the time. Okay. I was up on a ladder the other day because he mm. wouldn't go up. <laughs> well, no, I won't go up yet. <laughs> I know. I'm just kidding. Yeah. But yeah, anyways. Because, you know, with my stroke. 
you know, a lot of a lot of the balance canals and stuff mm-hmm. are still not stable. Well, now, see now, see, Stephen, that's common sense, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, yeah. If you're not, if you don't feel stable, this is what I'm saying about taking care of your home. If you feel uncomfortable doing something, or it doesn't feel like you you don't know enough about it, and you've looked it up online. I mean, it's so easy today. If you want to go do something. You go look it up online. If you you watch, they get, there's a YouTube video for everything. <laughs> if you can't find one that you're looking for, then you you're not using the internet right. But you can go on YouTube, watch anything. If you don't feel good in doing it, then don't pick I up mean, the phone, call call into the show, ask for ask for you know information. You know the call in number. I say it every week: four eight zero four two one zero six four zero. And call in, email us at steve at imagehomeimprovement.com. You can e- email us your question. And we'll give you, if we don't know it, we'll find out the answer for you. <laughs> just like I don't know if we're going to break, but now I know I we're going we to break. now. Okay. All right, when we come back, I promise we'll get to those five worst things you could do for your roof. Courtesy of Keiko Roofing. Chances are, when it's time to call a service professional, you need someone right away. Who can you call for those electrical problems fast? The answer is Mr. Electric, a licensed, bonded, and insured company serving the Valley of the Sun since 2000. Some of their residential and commercial services include expert troubleshooting, replacing an outlet, hanging a ceiling fan, or upgrading your electric service, and much more. Rest assured, all work is guaranteed. Call today for your appointment, 480-503-1339. You can find them on the web at phoenixmetro.mrelectric.com. Remember, at Mr. Electric, we have the power to make things better. The real estate market in Arizona is forever changing. As your home buying and selling needs change through life, you need a realtor that understands the market. Realty Executives has over 50 years of experience providing cutting-edge service and support for all their clients and was ranked a top 25 real estate company in the U.S. Whatever your real estate needs are, you need to call your Realty Executives expert. Call today, 602-957-0444 or find them on the web at phoenixrealtyexecutives.com. Stardust Building Supplies is your home improvement thrift store. Find salvaged and gently used cabinetry, doors, windows, appliances, lighting, plumbing, and much more. Save money, be green, and support the community. Shop and donate at Stardust Building Supplies' three valley locations. For more info, visit stardustbuilding.org. Sometimes the smallest things can make the biggest difference. I'm Danny Lifford with tips for today's homeowner. When we come back, we'll talk about giving your kitchen an impressive facelift on a shoestring budget right after this. Beautify your outdoor living spaces with Pavestone's elegant collection of pavers, retaining walls, patio stones, and edging. Pavestone's easy-do-it-yourself products have a unique way of transforming landscapes into beautiful dreamscapes. Discover how you can enhance your outdoor living spaces with attractive and durable interlocking patio stones, driveway pavers, steps, retaining walls, pathway edging, fire pits, and planters by visiting pavestone.com. Kitchen remodeling is still one of the most popular home improvement projects, and it's also one of the most expensive. You may not be able to afford to start from scratch, but there are several low-cost changes you can make to breathe new life into your kitchen without breaking the bank. If you're willing to provide a little elbow grease, a fresh coat of paint can make a world of difference. For a little jazz, paint the top cabinets a little different, but a complementary color to the bottom. 
new door and drawer hardware creates a noticeable accent and the variety of knobs and pulls that are available can fit almost any budget. Now don't forget about the inside of the cabinets. You can install rollout trays, organizers, and even new shelf liner that can make a huge impact. I'm Danny Lipford with tips for today's homeowner. Hi, I'm John Weisbach, co-host of FYI Network's hit TV show, Tiny House Nation. Now, people all over the country are downsizing, and tiny homes are all the big rage. But remember, even tiny homes need repairs, and left unattended, those tiny problems become big problems. Don't let that happen to you. Know what makes your home tick. Listen every week to Image Home Improvement Live, Saturday morning on the Double Wide Network. All right, we are back, and you're listening to Image Home Improvement Live right here on Star Worldwide Networks. It's, as they say, it's Saturday, and that's the time to get all those honeydews done, all that time to sit down and talk to your significant other and talk about, okay, so... Pretend you're listening to her. Oh, 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 that hurt. Well, do do a good job of, of... Giving at least the visual signals that you're still here. <laughs> yeah, no, I hear you. Grunt, do something. Because, uh, I know you do. Uh, uh, I mean, we uh, we <laughs> we try and listen. Uh, we uh. try. <laughs> we try. No, you can't. Some do. No, you got to remember they they. You know, a lot of times that word "try" doesn't work. No, you, no, you just doesn't. have to do. You never listen. Well, that's yeah. right. You know, you do have I? to do it. Yeah. <laughs> what? Never, What'd you say, Dan? What? What'd you say? All right. So anyway, let's get down to the five worst things you could do for your roof. Okay, let's 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 throw it out there to uh, the panel today, Blade and Dan. Okay. So all right. What's the first thing? <clears throat> excuse me. What's the first thing you think of that you could do? Uh, one of the worst things you could do for your roof? Ignore it. What? Ding 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 ding. Ignore your maintenance. That's right. Okay. That's one thing that you obviously don't. You know. Besides that, okay. Think about this. You get your roof put on. Okay, I don't care if it's a tile roof or a shingle roof. Okay, what kind of maintenance do you think you could do besides an inspection? You don't answer. Let's play. You know the answer to this. Could you things you could do? Yeah. What's the things that you could do? You go up on your roof. Mm -hmm, What could you do besides? Gosh, besides eyeball it. Uh, Go up and go up in the attic and look at the insulation. Close? No, do you, I, you, no, you're talking about your roof. You're not talking about inside. You're talking about outside. Well, if you have a leak, you won't be able to see it from the outside. That's what I mean. Well, you go inside to see where the leaks are. Well, for instance, if you, have, if you think you have a leak or a spot on top of your and your drywall, you're going to go up late. in the attic. Or if you got a flat roof, well, then you know it's going to be up on the roof somewhere. And you, you need to make sure you have somebody, a, a qualified company, much like Keiko Roofing, to come by and do a free inspection mm-hmm. to see exactly what's what's going on. You know, in, in one of the things, if you have a flat roof, one of the things I always ask if I see a leak, okay, and I go up on a roof and take a look and see how bad it's worn, I'm like, when was the last time you had the roof coated? That's right. And that'll tell me a whole lot about if they've been taking care of their roof or not. And if they look at me like the same look I get when I see some homes that haven't been painted since the turn of the century... <laughs> And they say, they look at me like deer in the headlights. Well, then I know. Then I know that's that could be part of the problem. There's There has been no maintenance done on this roof. Mm-hmm. So you've got you've to make sure. And it doesn't take a lot. 
just inspection to see. All right. That's it's all like you need. When I, okay. When I do home inspections and I get, you know, at the roof level and take a look at things, <clears throat> some of the major things I look for is like on flat roofs, blisters. If you've got these nice, you know, little blisters or big blisters, that tells me there's a, you know, the moisture's getting through and it's getting through the deck and it's causing a roof problem. And the, knee, the next thing will be a leak inside the house because there's moisture getting through somewhere. That's right. I didn't. I don't know why people get flat roofs anyway, man. You got to have a peaked roof. Well, now don't That's forget right. some homes. Some homes like Santa Fe style type homes. They're yeah. they're flat roofs. That's all it is. I mean, you know, how do you get the leaves off? You got to get the leaves off. You you've got to make sure. Most it, of the time, it, I tell people that's even another a slight peak. That's another. Well, let's call it. A low, it's, they're not really. They shouldn't really be flat. Right. They should be low slope. Right. And it should have well, a major I mean. direction, mm-hmm. like towards the back of the house, for mm-hmm. it all to flow off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's what they do. I mean, one of the things that you've got to make sure of it, with flat roofs, you've got to have, like I tell everybody, if you have a somebody who comes by and does handyman work for you, okay, you know, have them go up, pay them to go up on the roof. If you've got trees nearby, what's going to happen is you're going to have trees and debris come off the tree. It's going to land on your roof. Then it's going to flow towards the scupper. It could clog the scuppers. And it builds and it could, up right it, there. Yeah, it could. That's where your roof is going to deteriorate because it's going to always capture and hold moisture. So I actually have a collection of pictures at scuppers of plants and weeds growing in <clears throat> the built up and deteriorated leaves mm-hmm. from them mulching and then turning into soil and things right. growing. Okay. Okay. Okay, so uh, so Blade, I guess the question would be, Dan, where are they, what are you doing with these pictures? <laughs> they're on file. You, they're deep. You, they're buried. Oh, okay. I just want to make sure you you know posting them on Facebook somewhere or you know make it you know. Do you do you have four other things you're going to show us here? You're going to teach us. Teach? Absolutely, absolutely. Well, well, you know we got to do now. Uh, okay. Oh no, really? Oh yeah. Oh well, okay. If you All insist. Right. All right. All right. When we come back, you know the one thing I always talk about. Okay. Try to fix it themselves. Oh. What do you think could go wrong with that? Yeah. Well, right. I already covered yeah. one. So. That and a few more <laughs> of the five worst things you could do for your roof right after the break. Don't go away. If you've been looking for that one store that has the best selection of tile, natural stone, hardwood, and more for your next remodel, look no further. Inex Creative Floors for the past 15 years has helped designers, homeowners, and architects bring their creative ideas to life. If you're looking to create that wow factor in your next remodel, Inex Creative Floors is the place you should go. Conveniently located on North Frank Lloyd Wright Boulevard in Scottsdale, they are open daily Monday through Sunday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Call today, 480-767-1440. Or visit them on the web at inexcreativefloors.com. Monsoon season has passed, but the early January and February rains will soon be here. And if you have an older roof, it's just a matter of time before the leaks start appearing as water stains on your home ceiling. Do your home a favor and call Keiko Roofing for their free roof inspection. Their qualified professionals will check your roof and show you where your roof may soon fail or is failing. Keiko Roofing is committed to providing quality service along with the best roofing products. Whether you have a foam, flat, shingle, or tile roof, give Keiko Roofing Systems a call today, 602-944-4600 or keikoroofing.com. Thinking of remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? Confused about which company to choose to do your tile work? Let me make the choice a simple one for you. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone. Whether it's a residential or commercial project, AZ High Tech Tile and Stone 
are the experts in kitchen countertop backsplashes, floor tile and shower walls, and anything while using materials such as granite, tile, travertine, porcelain, and much, much more. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone will come to your home and provide you with a free estimate. We are members of the NTCA, CTIOA, and Certified CTC. Ceramic Tile Consultant. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone is a value trade partner for all image home improvement kitchen and bathroom makeovers. Give them a call today for your free estimate, 602-799-9619, or find them on the web at azhightechtileandstonellc.com. This is Jimmy Johnson, NASCAR driver of the number 48 Lowe's Chevrolet. You're listening to Image Home Improvement Live. All right, we are back, and uh, you know, as they always like to say, we always want to make Blade happy every Saturday when we come in. Good morning, Steve. And the girls are here. Was Linda Hammond in that group? Yes. How did you know? Well, I could tell. I Linda could hear her Hammond, voice. Linda Hammond will be here in two weeks, actually, and uh, actually going to be uh, subbing for Dan, our co-hosting Oh, you're not going to be here that day, Hayden? No, he's no. actually going to uh, well, an ASHI meeting. ASHI meeting and give a seminar. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, actually, actually, we're going to, for all of our listeners out there who are trying to get their act together and say, okay, when are we going to have that garage sale? She's our garage sale gal who's going to tell you exactly how to have one of the best garage sales of your life, as well as all the other things we're going to be talking about. And next week, next week, you don't want to miss because... This familiar voice may um, actually be familiar to you. <laughs> and guess what? <laughs> Technology <laughs> failed again. All Nothing right. louder than dead oh, air. No, nothing like. This is a strategy game, and I'm going to do whatever it takes to defend my territory. Yes, off my property. That was our good friend Doug Hopkins. Will be here next week from uh, of Property Wars fame. We're talking about a few things. He's actually coming to town. Uh, the following week, the second week of October, he's going to be holding a, a class. If you've been thinking about getting into doing some flips, as we always like to say, if you think that you uh, want to get into it and attempt it, uh, there's nothing better you could do is just have Doug come in and explain to you the ins and outs of how to do it, what to do. And then if you think that you've got the um, the chops to do it, the chutzpah to do it, as they say, <laughs> then just go for it. Jump on it, baby. Yeah, just go for it, because these are things that, you know, in, in, I think one of the things that will turn people off if they watch uh, <laughs> if they watch any of the shows that are on there, you know, like the first time flippers. And they go in there, and I could see, I could just see when they find these things in the house that they didn't expect, and all they see is like somebody just cut a hole in the bottom of their pockets, and the money is just draining out of their pockets. Oh, we got, we found this wrong. Oh, we found that ugly four-letter word mold. Then you've got to add money on for remediation, not to mention the restoration after the remediation, the remediation work. It just goes mm. on and on and, and on. Then, and then the surprise additional square footage that was never permitted. Well. <laughs> See, there you go. Isn't that fun? 
and, and, and the dead bodies in the basement. That's really a surprise. That's only that that's happens. only in Chicago. Okay, that's right. They're only in Chicago. That's right. That's right. Jimmy Hoffa. Yeah, you never know. You never know. Somebody may find him one yeah, of these actually days. Actually, living outside <laughs> Chicago, I thought Elkhart was Chicago's body drop zone. <laughs> you know, you got Hopkins has got to do an episode where they find Jimmy Hoffa in one of the basements of a flipper house. That could, we could arrange that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Stop looking at your Facebook. Let's go. Oh, back to the you show. Know, it's just one of those things. One of those things. But anyway, okay, so let's get back to let's get back to yeah. our points of discussion here. Okay. Um all right, let's obviously try to fix it themselves. That's the one thing that we need to actually turn around and not do if you don't think that you're qualified. Because sometimes if you have like a shingle roof and you go up and just start driving nails through, you just caused a bigger leak. That's one of the ones I've seen in my inspection repairs. They call me back, oh, the homeowner did the repairs on your inspection. And I go up there and here's the uh, nail not driven all the way through or you have a spike that got yeah. driven through to the, to the interior of the house. And it's just, you know, when you have an exposed nail, you've got a new leak. Well, it's true. That's true. Okay, so one of the other things that we have to talk about, obviously, that is the, one of the worst things that you could do is obviously never clean your rain gutters. Gutters? If you have gutters. Gutters? We don't Gut- have no stinking gutters. Some people <laughs> have gutters. Trust me. You know, especially where you have tried to drain, especially people who live in areas that have expansive soil, where mm-hmm. you have to turn around and have it, have water diverted, diverted away, from, away from, from your house because Lord knows... You know, in our next hour, you're going to be hearing from James Belville from the Concrete Repairman on some of these things that actually Give happen. Give the house an uplifting situation. Yes, I mean, it's just such a such a <laughs> Just ignore him. Just ignore <laughs> I got him. him. I got him. <laughs> oh, my God. God, can you imagine? Can you imagine, Blade, if, you know, when, you know, if, if God willing that we get... We we do the TV version of our radio show again. Yeah, yeah. That could be that could be that could be detrimental. I don't know what we're gonna do with Dan. The only one thing during the holiday pro- season, was... he's not to be allowed on camera. That's he's right. gonna be like he's gonna be See, like I've Rob Trey. For... See, I've got no, a, a... nobody on television. Nobody Never just, seen, just only the, heard. Just the voice coming from That's the right. corner. That's, <laughs> That's it. Yeah. That's it. I've got a face for for radio, not TV. Oh god. <laughs> just like a child. They should be heard and not seen. Okay. Okay. Seen Thank, and not heard. Thank not you. Heard. Neither. Neither. Thank you, either. Rob Trigg. Right. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Hey, I, I can I can be off camera, you know, peanut gallery comments. Oh, I can do god. that. Oh god, I'll tell you. It's just be too much to handle. All right. <laughs> Anyway, all right, so rain gutters, obviously, it's one thing you need to do because sometimes water will back up all the twigs, the leaves, and everything we told you to keep clean up on the roof is going to be in there. And believe me, if you don't do it on a regular basis, it gets nasty. Things grow in there, like Dan said. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, you want to make sure that you you take care of that. And believe me, especially during monsoon season, if you've got palm trees near your house— you know, those yeah. they, those t- things are filthy. Those things are everywhere, and they land up on your roof. So make sure you do that. Um, again, the other thing that you could not pay attention to is ignore ventilation and insulation. Oh, yeah. Okay, so you know, guess bird, what happens? The bird holes on the side right. of your house right. that helps your attic breathe. See, People now, don't cover them. Now, well, yeah. you know, besides that, you know, one of the things that I've seen people go in and do that if I mean a reputable company, for instance, if you have bird blocks in your house for ventilation all around your eaves, if you have somebody come in 
and add insulation to your house. Oh, they One of the things oh, they yeah. have to do is they put a good company will come in and actually put a a, it's like these baffles around mm-hmm. each one. So when they blow the insulation in, the stuff doesn't cover the holes. Uh-huh. The baffles keep the air. So this way the air will flow. Other, I've, I've seen them fill the baffle up. Oh, my God. I've seen people <laughs> just go in there and blow it in if they're not doing, not paying attention. Brand they'll, new build. They'll cover they it all the, up. Brand new build. They put the baffle in, then they filled in the baffle. Yeah, I mean, that's just not good. So you've got to make sure. <laughs> it's baffling, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yes, just, it is. Yeah, so I baffling. said it before you did. That's yeah, right. it is. Oh, okay, that's good, Steve. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> it is, and you know what? You know what you could that's always. That's what those holes are. I've got them too. I had no idea what they you know, were. And you, that's and, the and, you, and you know what they could always ask you? You didn't build that. That's right. That's they right. could ask you that, especially if you try to do it yourself. Right. And if the screens are tore off on those little bird holes, make sure you oh. can. You can. There's yeah. aftermarket glue over that you can put a screen back on there if some bird's been up in there. Yeah. If but they, if you've had a bird go in there. You need to check in the attic to see if there's a big nest of junk up there yep. to get cleaned out. That's right. That's right. Okay. Very and, good. And then one, one of the last things that you need to make sure is one of the worst things you could do for your roof is hire an unqualified repairman. Like, for instance, don't have your landscaper go up and try and fix your roof. Just in an effort to save money. Hey, my cousin does that. I can do that. It's right. not <laughs> worth it. Or any anonymous guy that knocks on your door and says, "Hey, I'll fix your roof." Hey, I got, I've some, got some extra time. Yeah, I got some yeah. extra. I got some extra materials. Uh, is your roof okay? Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't think so. I had a buddy that did that about five years ago. Some guy just knocked on his door and said, "Hey, listen, give us your insurance company, and and we'll I'll do your roof." And we'll look at it in the inside and the outside and reshingle it and all that kind of stuff. And they checked them out on the website and they had this, you know, supposedly authentic website. And they came one day and they got their money up front, thousands ah, of dollars. Yeah, bye yeah well, bye. we've talked about that. And then yeah. they and and then they did maybe a, a half of the roof, not even half, maybe two fifths of it, and had to stop for the day. We'll see you tomorrow. Never seen again. <laughs> They'll see it? your money tomorrow, but you won't see them. Well, that's right, and that's exactly what happened. Oh yeah. boy. Awful, awful. And story. see, the other thing that people can do if they have like a regular shingle roof, for a heads up when they do the walk around, is you know where that that little line where the water comes off the roof. Since we don't have gutters, you know that nice little line that goes down the side of the roof. Yep. Well, look in there, and if you have a shingle roof and you see it looks like little pieces of sand or a buildup of granulation, that's your roof washing off. It's time to get Keiko out and have a real serious look. Because your roof is losing its actual granulation. And so that's coming from the shingles, you're saying? Yeah, it's just washing shingle granulation off. And if you can see it right after a rain, it's time to get serious about getting it checked out. That's right. Yeah, because you can see that that line. That's not kitty litter. No, no. no. (laughs) It's called your roof is starting to disintegrate. That's right. You know, I got to tell you, and here's another thing, too. we're We're doing a repair on this house over in Scottsdale. Okay, so we go back over there and... I think, and, and this was the builder, which I really don't understand why they did it this way. But, I mean, the house is, has siding. It's a two-story. And whoever flashed the patio roof to the house, <laughs> they only did it like 50% right. You know, because technically, when you if you strip off your roof and put a new roof down, okay, you put the underlayment, you put the flashing... The flashing goes underneath the siding and mm-hmm. gets nailed down to the top of the underlayment, and then the shingles go over 
over that. The flange on t- of the of the flashing goes on top of the flashing. Well, did you see the flashing on top of the roof material? No. Well, here's <laughs> what I did. Well, first of all, they didn't cut the siding. I think this patio was added on after because I don't think the builder would have done it this way. At least I hope he didn't. <laughs> and they cut the siding and it looked like a real jagged edge about 40 feet because this patio is pretty long. All the way down. They put the flashing underneath. They put the shingles down, but the but the flashing is on top of the shingles, okay? Uh-huh. And then they decided, well, it doesn't look quite right, so they put some, uh, you know, that fabric mesh down all oh, the way okay. down on okay. top of the flashing and encoded the top of it, which covered the edge of the flashing to the shingle. With some pokey. Yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And it had worn off, and now it looks like, it looks like Pookie. It's been up there so long, it looks like, what? It looks like Pookie. Yeah, it looks like Pookie. That's exactly right. It looks like the top of the mountains at, in the Grand Canyon. It looks, it's just blistering away. And I'm looking at this, I'm like saying, I said, okay, I told the homeowner. Oh, and then you know how they covered up the jagged edge of the siding? With another big piece of water. Well, no, one by seven. Oh. One by seven. It's, that oh. thing is seven inches oh, no, no, high. And not to mention, guess what happens over 10 years? Well, the water went in behind it. No, well, they had it caulked like the daylights, but the problem was that the wood warped. Yeah. So now it's a question of, and then all the other trim between the the, the sections of siding, uh-huh. T111, it's got strips, and they're all cut at a certain height. So the only thing so that, that I can go back thing. and do. It's pulling away from the house at warped speed. It, yeah, it's exactly right. It's <laughs> warped. Oh, it's pulling away. So when I go fix it, I said, look, I said I could do two things. I could take off the two courses of shingle and uh-huh. go back and flash it correctly and then put it all back together. But without doing a whole bunch of reinventing the wheel on the siding of the house, I got to go back and put another piece of one by seven up there and secure it right so that it's caulked. And when you paint it, at least it won't, it'll look like it was like it was meant to be that way from the beginning and won't be warped and it'll probably last him another 10 years because he's he's got probably a 20-year shingle up there so he probably won't have to worry about the shingles being that they're all the way up against the house from the from the ground you can't see it even if they're the same shingle one two rows will look fairly newer obviously then the other one's got 10 years worth of wear on but at least the next time when they gets his roof done all the shingles could come off and do it all at one time without well, really getting too much into the infra- Was that the house I did an infrared on and we had nothing but, well, loss on it that's all the, the way Well, around? that's the other issue we still have to take care of, which he, hasn't, stores, which he hasn't insulated? addressed yet. They still hadn't insulated between stories? No. And they had an no. energy company there to take care of things? No. Well, they they sold them windows, but they didn't take care of the house. He still has to decide on how he's going to fill those gaps on the insulation, but we're taking it one step at a time. Yeah. So we'll mm-hmm. have to see, you know, hopefully during the course of the winter, he'll be able to get, we'll fix what he has. Yesterday we swapped out. He had a, his uh, his entry door into the garage that had been oh, oh beaten, that, beaten to death. A, oh now has a nice new pre-hung metal door all ready to go, just ready to be prepped for painting when they paint the side of the house. But it's. It, yeah, it, that thing was just shot. It was coming. It was. You, you know, should have seen how much, how much heat was just. Bounding through that door, it was amazing. A yep. pre-hung door, you're saying? Yes, yeah. absolutely. It, a pre-hung door. Yeah, but the, but the old side door, it was like a shipwreck <laughs> because it had it so many gaps and was listing to one side, and oh, it was just a mess. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, absolutely. Well, so, that's what's good about you guys, Stephen. I found this out is, you know, you, you, you don't cut corners, no shortcuts. You look at all the details. You know, I mean, those guys out there do that. They say, oh, that, uh, no problem. Get the job done. That's because I want to go home and sleep at night. Yeah. That's right. And make sure that we do it right. And this way we did the best for our customer. And, this, and God forbid, if God, if something comes up that maybe we missed, because nobody's perfect, that we hey, go back out, that it wasn't. We're human. We'll be back out. It wasn't. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. We'll come back out and just take a look at it and make sure that it's all taken care of. This way you're happy. We're happy. And, and we're know. not out there to deny anything. We're there to check it out. And to learn. Mm-hmm. All right. If there's something we miss somehow, mm-hmm. we're there to learn. That's yep. awesome. That's all it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so, but, um, you know, when uh, the next hour we're going to get into talking about a little, some tile work as well as some concrete work. Because, you know, t- talking about roof and water and now going back over it. Now's the time to address all these different things that, uh, you know, if you're going to do an upgrade and do tile flooring, or even wood flooring, for that matter. You've got to make sure if you've got some issues that are uncovered, maybe oh, yeah. you pull up your carpet. Now you're going to put wood or tile down. All of a sudden, you've got these issues where you know that part yeah, of the slab is cracked and it's heaving. It's dropped by six and a half inches or, on one or, end or, of the house. Or yeah, or it's going the other way. You know, so now it's sinking off into the sunset. You got to make sure that you've got something in there to actually. Uh, stabilize it, get it done right. And obviously it's going to be something you're going to have to do anyway if you ever decide to sell a house. That's right. It's something you have to disclose. So mm-hmm. why not get it fixed correctly, mm-hmm. stitch it as or stitch it or get whatever you need to have done underneath, piles, whatever you need to do, stabilize it. And in this way, make sure that it's in good, the, the roof and the drainage system is good working water. Just, just floating some, some grout out does not make a fix for a slab. I've seen that so many times in home inspections. You see where you can see where it's been floated out, see where they put the new tile in, and then it still's dropped. Mm-hmm. It's like that didn't work. Well, that's fine, but yeah. I want an image home improvement shirt like you have on. <laughs> you like that, huh? Yeah. So well, do I. Well, I tell you what, I make even you, you don't uh, have one either. I'll uh-huh. make you a deal. Uh, what he's got them? <laughs> no, they the home show people banned him from wearing it. <laughs> Why? Well, because he they said he was promoting another company. <laughs> I see. He wasn't promoting conflict image of interest, as they say. Yeah, yep. that's right. Yeah. Yep. All right, I got to tell. All right, I'll make you a deal. All right, if if everything goes to pass on what I told you before the show. And then, and we start doing those segments mm-hmm. on television again. On Dave Pratt Live. On Dave Pratt Live, which is what we're looking at right mm-hmm. now. Right. Guess what we'll do by the end of the year? I'll give you for Christmas. What? I'll a get t-shirt. you an image home improvement <laughs> shirt. How's that? Yeah, and I mean, I want a collared golf-looking shirt like that. Good looking, not a, a T-shirt. Oh, no, I'll get you one. A real one? <laughs> uh, I, no, right. I'm going to get you a fake paper one. Of course I'll get you a real one. <laughs> All right, well, we come back. No cutting corners. What, I want the real deal. What kind of Santa deal. Claus do you think I am? Oh, okay. All right, when we come back, we're going to have oh, Chris Kobe oh, oh. from <laughs> AZ High Tech Tile and Stone, James Belleville from the Concrete Repairman, and we're going to get your floor in order. Don't go away. Thinking of remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? Confused about which company to choose to do your tile work? Let me make the choice a simple one for you. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone. Whether it's a residential or commercial project, AZ High Tech Tile and Stone are the experts in kitchen countertop backsplashes, floor tile and shower walls, and anything while using materials such as granite, tile, travertine, porcelain, and much, much more. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone will come to your home and provide you with a free estimate. 
We are members of the NTCA, CTIOA, and Certified CTC. Ceramic Tile Consultant. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone is a value trade partner for all image home improvement kitchen and bathroom makeovers. Give them a call today for your free estimate, 602-799-9619, or find them on the web at azhightechtileandstonellc.com. Are you tired of the runaround from your heating and air conditioning company? Hi, I'm Steve Dubell, and I'd like to tell you about a company I respect and trust, the pros at Quality Systems Air Conditioning and Refrigeration. They are the Valley's premier heating and air conditioning service company. Each and every professional at Quality Systems goes through a stringent training process of continuing industry education. Larry Thompson, the owner of Quality Systems, and his staff exemplify the meaning of integrity and honesty. Quality Systems is a licensed, bonded, and insured company for your protection. When I have a heating and air conditioning need, I call the pros at Quality Systems. Why wait? Call the pros at Quality Systems right now, 480-247-7654, or find them on the web at qualitysystemsac.com. Most of us have our charity of choice that we give from the heart to support. Did you ever wonder, where does the money go? How much do I really know about the charity I support? Where can I go and learn more about these nonprofit organizations? Every Monday at 1 p.m., the Nonprofit Journal Live with DeSimula is your source for this information. Know the report before you support. Donate wisely, not just from the heart. Remember, Mondays at 1 p.m., the Nonprofit Journal Live with DeSimula on the Double White Network. The following takes place between 9 a.m. and 10 a.m. All right, and we are back. You're listening to Image Home Improvement Live right here on the uh, at the beautiful Palacious Studios <laughs> of Star Worldwide Networks. And every week, it's, there's just another new feature here, you know, in the studio that is just, you know, it, it, the studio is forever growing and getting better and better. And you know, I can't wait for uh, can't wait for when's the Blake? When's the next expansion coming? Meaning of the program or of the studio of the itself? the studio. Is it coming soon? You think? Maybe? I don't know. More, well, you never know. You know. Uh, yeah. Hey, the employees are the last to know. Oh, the, <laughs> that's true, Dan. The employees are always the last to know. I mean, Pardon well, our why? growth, you know, yeah. and then we're all for it. Why is that? Yeah. Why is that? I don't know. Yeah. But, you know, uh, we're, I don't know. It, it's, it's one of the things that we always try and figure out because it's always nice to know when... You know, there the, are new uh, things coming down the pike. When they're going to lock the doors and not let us yeah. in. <laughs> yeah. No, well, I've, I've already submitted a construction order for the Blade uh, Man Cave. Really? And I haven't received an answer on that Where's yet. my proposal? Well, yeah. where, <laughs> where's my, where's my signed contract? Yeah. Let's go. Where are the measured drawings? Yeah. <laughs> you have to talk to Kevin I seen about that happen that. Yet. Yeah. That's amazing. You know, talking about drawings, you know, one of the things that, before we get into talking a little bit about flooring is you know thinking about that room addition that is could be part of your home and as long as it's permitted and is drawn correctly and you know i think one of the things that 
sometimes is a challenge in doing drawings is the fact that you can't, some people, they say, well, I want this space and I want this to do it, but you have to integrate it into the existing floor plan. Otherwise, it's going to look like somebody just slapped this addition onto your house and it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I've seen a lot of that. You know, Me too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got to make it look, not to mention work from the inside, but look like it was came with the house from the outside. Mm-hmm. Instead of, it already looks like an enclosed carport. Yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> I mean, come that's on one now. Of the ugliest you, know, ones. you know, touching on that for a second, you know, we were, you know, we were talking a little bit about that last week with, with um, Tom from A Better Look Garage Door, is that people decide that they're going to enclose their garage doors you know, their garages, you know, their carport, make them mm-hmm. into a garage. Technically, you need a permit. That's right. You can't just throw a wall up in a garage door and say, okay. I've got I, into your living space. I've got, I've got a garage now. That becomes part of the home. Mm-hmm. That's right. You know, so you've got to make sure that you have, you you get a permit. You've got to, re- don't just, you know, go down to that big box store and talk to somebody down there who maybe did it, but maybe they did it the wrong way. And they just went and threw it up one weekend. Hey, I'll just throw up a wall. And, you know, maybe one day they throw a wall up, you know, and then maybe a month or two later, all of a sudden, miraculously, a garage door appears. Yeah. You know, and then they have something that's that's enclosed and it's not part of your house. And technically, if they if they go back and try and sell the house, it, it's it possible that it could back. be. Yeah. yeah, it has to be converted back into a carport because it was. Never permitted. It's not on tax records as a attached garage. It's just carport in tax records. That's right. That's right. So you've got to make sure. Insurance won't even cover that anyway, will it? Oh, and then you put all your toys in there and the water heaters in there and all that stuff. starts getting changed up. Oh, yeah. And it's interesting for home inspectors. We don't charge for the square footage of the garage. We only get the charge for the square footage of the living Living square footage. Actual living square footage. Talk about getting shortchanged because <clears throat> how much stuff is out in the garage that the inspector is liable for? A lot. Well, I bet. Well, not to mention if they have like, you know, the garage, like I'm sure Linda will be telling us in two weeks when some of the garages that she's seen before they get ready to do a garage sale, it's like somebody just took all their <laughs> people's stuff and like George Carlin says, and they just blew it in. They just blew it in the garage and you can't see... I did a repair at a house that was being sold, and it looked like, I mean, it wasn't kept up very well, but, you know, he decided he was going to, we, we did a painting, we did drywall, but the garage was so bad, I had to shore up some of the, the um, let's put it this way, the garage cabinets that were in there. Mm-hmm. I had to do some creative supporting, let's just say that, to get it to look <laughs> like it wasn't going to fall down. Okay, so we got that fixed, but then on the other hand, too, in the process of doing all that, I must have seen at least, and this was in open areas, at least a half a dozen termite tracks coming up out of the st- out of the expansion board from the garage floor to the stem wall, and oh, yeah. and going up all over the place, going up, and one of them I actually saw come out the top and was protruding the track upwards, out upwards about seven feet up on the eight foot wall coming through the drywall. So th- what does that tell you? They've been chewing for a long time to get up seven feet. That's right. You know, so you've got to be careful with that. But if you've got your garage stuffed with all your stuff, okay, I could use There's another no word. I could use it. another word, but I'll be nice. And it, 
if they don't take care of it and get it clean, you're never going to know. And then what are you going to do, Dan? You're going to go back in, and who knows? Maybe you don't see any termite you know, traces anywhere else, but they're all over the garage. How are you going to see them? Well, see, that's the whole problem for termite and home inspectors. We look around as best we can around people's stuff, yeah. and we can't move it. So do you have to tell them, I can't guarantee I'm going to find anything or not because there's too much stuff in here. Exactly. And then people get on happy and says, well, they make comments about my stuff. And I'm going, yeah, it's because it's in the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you know, it's Jeez, up against don't, the wall. Do not do Rob Triggs house. My God. You should <laughs> see that garage. Have you? I haven't been over Rob's house ever since we did his bathroom. I'm talking about many, 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 many moons ago. He, he, he's the producer you don't see on Dave Pratt Live. He's the booming <laughs> voice and you never see him. <laughs> Right, that works. That well, works. like Hayden's going to be when Steve goes live. That's right. <laughs> but you, That's right. You should see his it's garage. A voice in the corner. His his garage is full of all kind a, a billion things in there, and who knows what he's got. But wait a minute, wait a minute. In all res- I said a billion in, things. In, in all respect to 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 Rob, yeah. okay, he is a very very devout train model uh, model train collector. Monkey, you said no, train no, monkey? no, no collector. <laughs> That's a way to good way to put hoarder. Play that back. You heard it. I didn't say it. (laughs) Right. No, seriously, he's a model train collector, and he's got stuff for track. He's got cars. He's got everything over there. That's not all he's got. Stephen, I'm just telling you. That's not all he's got. Well, that's all I saw the last time I was there, but I haven't been there in like probably, probably... Ten years, really? Yeah, right. Yeah. When I did his bathroom, his bathroom was going to outlast his house. Yeah, because <laughs> that's the only thing you did was the bathroom. That's all I did. <laughs> that's all I did. But, a tornado comes by, which will never happen, or a monsoon, or something. The house goes down, and there's the bathroom still standing tall. Well, but he, no, but I. Well, mean, he knows he could. He could take if if that happens. Take cover that's, there. Take cover there. Yeah, yeah. Exactly right. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, you were saying. Oh uh, no! I, uh, I always wonder if you guys were responsible for that when you're going into garages and looking for all that kind of stuff. If you, how can you do a thorough no. inspection when it's full of junk? That's what we have to talk about in the report. Can you tell them, look, I can't do the inspection until you move everything out or out of the garage? Well, we just tell them it was not a complete inspection okay. because of the owner's you know, personal items against the wall. And then that's why there's a picture of mm-hmm. the garage or whatever static area that has... Uh, overage in it, mm-hmm. we might say. That's right. Blade, it's what, you know what that's called, Blade? What? Cover your ass. Yeah, that's right. That's right. C-Y-A, baby. Been doing exactly that my whole life. what it is. <laughs> yeah. Yep. But, you got to be careful. But you have to, because I can't tell you, if I moved a certain column of stuff, it could collapse and start a domino effect of destroying the house. I don't know. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You see, you can't touch it. No. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, don't the last it. thing that he wants to do, obviously, in, in, because like when... People turn around and they say, well, I've had, you know, a bad experience with my home inspector. I said, well, then you couldn't have had an experience with Dan. Right. Because I'll make it worse. No, no, no. No, no because those are terrible, right? Not bad. I'll tell you the truth. That's right. Well, that's what you want. No, that's just it. I have to tell you the truth of what's going on. You know what? In my first house. in my first home, the guy had a busy day, right? And, and this is typical. He had a busy day, so he ran through and did this and that. I said, "Oh, I, I got a long day." And I know he didn't look at the whole thing and didn't do a thorough job on it. I know he didn't. And the, and you know how busy this world is. You know those guys half the time, Dan. Mm-hmm. They come in and they inspect this thing. It's fine, and then that's it. They've got four more to do. Well, yeah. And you know what? It should take three to four hours to actually do uh, a single family residence. Properly, yeah. Well, really concentrate and get through it. And talk to your client. Mm-hmm. Walk and talk to your client through what's been going on, and so they understand. 
when I say so-and-so in the report, this is what I'm looking at. This is what I talked about. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you try. So if he's out of there in an hour, you know, let's say you got an average size well, the house. dishwasher didn't even finish. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, that's true. It's right. He's out of there in an hour. You know, he skipped over a bunch of things. So. Well, you know, that's one of the things too. How many Dan? How many home inspectors don't even do that? Run the run the dishwasher. Oh, lots of them. I bet. And I have. I, I remember telling one. You know what? Make sure you run the water at the kitchen. If the house has been sitting for a long time, mm-hmm. because sometimes what happens is you get an explosive hydrogen situation in the w- water lines because that's not air. That's hydrogen that splits in the, in the tank yeah. and it comes out and hits the hot elements in the dishwasher and blows the dishwasher out of the wall. And no, it was about, no, about eight or nine years ago now. And this one inspector says, he calls me, Dad, Dad, the, the dishwasher almost killed the, the realtor the cat <laughs> no the realtor she was standing right across from the dishwasher exploded in the kitchen it, it blew itself out of the cabinets and almost got her you ever heard of that wow that's, that's pretty amazing see no. we had that happen we had this happening in the air force and base housing until we you know did some fun discovery <laughs> at the engineering center and then found out that dry or or water heater tanks that are you know have been let go but still hot can actually cause a gas to come through the system, right. and it's explosive. And once it hits those elements in the water heater, when it's heating the water to start up, boom. So you're talking about hydrogen? That's right. This is what makes them explode? Okay. H2O. That's water, and it splits. And it causes, you know, some of that's air, some of that's hydrogen. Mm-hmm. And if the mix is just right, she'll blow. But that's so much fun. I told this guy, and he's going, Dad, it happened. What do I do? And I said, call your insurance company. That's right. That's exactly right. <laughs> stop, stop trying to do a MythBuster, you know, pilot. You know, that's for, right. It's that's not right. going to work. You don't need to do that. That's just amazing. But, you know, seriously, these things, are, these things happen. You've got you've to make sure that uh, you, you get a qualified home inspector to actually go back in and make sure that, you they see things they don't skim over things and because it could come back if he's not thorough enough it, it could come, come back, back to, to bite, bite you later on like you know I've seen it happen all the time where all of a sudden something happens and you know well was it the home inspector's fault that he missed it probably was it was it the realtor who was trying to slide one slam by to make to slam the deal shut to be able to make the money was the homeowner trying to scam everybody by just trying to get rid of a uh, you know a, a money pit. No, oh, oh, it, just to get rid of it. So it could be either one or all of the above. And it's just something you've got to be careful of. And, and you, the, you, you, want a, you want a home inspector that stays continuous education. Just like myself, a member of ASHI. That's why I'm be gone next week because it's education time for our credit hours. State doesn't require it, but our, our brotherhood does. We say... Get your butt in here and see what's new. Just like the Samsung washer that's blowing itself up right now. That's on a total recall from Samsung. Not only are their phones blowing up, but their washers are Bones blowing are up. Bones are getting on fire. <laughs> yes. If and now their are washers blowing. are blowing themselves out of the laundry room. Really? So, yeah. That's, that's the, the new thing, thing, huh? Yeah. The Samsung's the newest thing to blow up in your house. If it's Samsung, it's, it's exploded. <laughs> Isn't that kind of a new thing for them? Samsung washers, they haven't had those forever. That's kind of a new product for them. Kind of uh, a new wheel out. Well, they had, they've, they've had them in, in the Asian market a long time, but now they're coming to the American market. And I think the transition of electrical changes inside for that has probably been part of the problem. 
and that's why they're getting God, what so a nightmare, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh my God, it's just like you don't know. I mean, could you imagine a million washers having to be recalled? Whew. It's amazing. Just that's right. Time <laughs> to go out. Well, that's well. It you know what that does though. There is one good thing to those exploding washers. What's that? Do we go back in to do any plumbing? We only have to move the dryer. <laughs> <laughs> so, this, well, the, he's the, right. Less work for me. Uh, less a, work for me. Just get it out right of the there. way. Just have it explode. And it'll go away. That's right. No. Take take that other thing over to the metal yard. Yeah. Yeah, it's absolutely right. Make sure, like Dan said, where's the best place we can find to see if there's any recalls on mm. any type of appliance? Just flat out CPSC. And then I also have a tag on my website at DECBillyInspections.com. See, Ari, make sure. Always check that. Make sure you don't have any exploding washers or maybe some... Uh, they even have some for, for burn, my website. burning up coffee makers or anything like that. So oh, the, the really, toasters, anything the really can happen. cheap toasters, yeah, yeah. they burn nicely. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to pop up right now. Oh, and good one. I and love we're going to go to break. <laughs> okay, when we come back, we're going to be speaking. That was with, not a good one, Hayden. Yes, it was. All right, we're going to be talking with Glenn and James regarding your flooring needs as from the foundation all the way through the tile process. Don't go away. Thinking about remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? Confused about which company to choose to supply and fabricate your new countertop? Let me make that choice simple for you. Papagno's Marble and Granite, a family-owned business and experts in their field, installing many types of products such as granite, marble, onyx, travertine, silestone, and much, much more. Their personalized service will help make sure that you have the right material choice for your next remodel. Their high-tech fabrication equipment on site will expedite the delivery and installation of your countertop. Give Papagno's a call today, 480-948-4282, or check them out on the web at papagnos.com. Sometimes you start a project with great intentions, and then it keeps getting bigger, and nothing makes sense, and it grows out of control. So how do you get all the parts and pieces in sync together? Fix it. Image Home Improvement. When it's time to call in a professional, go to imagehomeimprovement.com. Out of sight, out of mind. But what happens if the thing out of sight is hazardous to your health? I'm Danny Lifter with tips for today's homeowner. Stay tuned and we'll talk about what you can do if you discover asbestos in your flooring right after this. Transform your kitchen or bathroom with a beautiful tiled backsplash all by yourself and as fast as one day with Simple Mat from Custom Building Products. Simple Mat is a unique double-sided adhesive mat designed to bond tiled backsplashes, countertops, and shower walls. No mixing of powder, no mess to clean up, and no waiting for the mortar to harden. Simply set the tile onto the mat, then grout. It's the quickest, easiest, cleanest way to install tile. Visit thesimplemat.com for more information. Available exclusively at The Home Depot. It was a common practice to use materials that contained asbestos in them in home construction prior to the mid to late 1970s. There are very specific guidelines for asbestos removal. However, according to the EPA, it is also perfectly safe to encapsulate the asbestos. For flooring, that means you can install directly over the old material as long as you don't disturb it. Ceramic or porcelain tile, stone, or a floating floor of any type would qualify. By encapsulating the asbestos without disturbing it, you have effectively removed any hazard. You can also pour a floor leveling compound on top of the old material in case the floor has any dips and divots. The key to safety is simply not to disturb it. I'm Danny Lipford with tips for today's homeowner. 
This is Amber Sullins, Chief Meteorologist for ABC 15 News. Nightly, I update you with the most up-to-date and accurate forecasting of our valley's weather. The most accurate and cutting-edge information for your home can be found here every Saturday morning with Steve Dubell and Image Home Improvement live on the Double Wide Network. All right, we are back, and you are tuned to Image Home Improvement Live right here on Star Worldwide Networks, and we are talking with Glenn Kofi from AZ High Tech Tile and Stone. And right now, we're going to go to our other guest, which uh, we've known for several years now, James Belleville from the Concrete Repairman. James, thank you for being here. First time in studio. Hey, that's right, man. Uh, <laughs> thanks for inviting me over. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while, yeah. How and You've got a whole lot going on with uh, your new company, so why don't you tell our listeners every, uh, all about it? Well, uh, I've got 31 years uh, experience in the concrete industry field. Uh, my grandfather, my father taught uh, my father taught me a lot of different things. And uh, moving here uh, 20 years ago to the great state of Arizona, uh, I worked with my father doing smaller projects. And basically, when we'd get into a neighborhood, the homes weren't uh, built with trash can uh, pads, a sidewalk back to your uh, patio area. So once we got into a neighborhood and started putting these sidewalks and trash can pads and that sort of thing in, the neighbor from next door would go, hey, uh, can you guys come over and give me a bid over here and so forth and so on. And it would take us weeks to get out of those neighborhoods. Uh, but I had a great time with my father. He taught me a lot. And a lot of these other uh, very experienced finishers, you know, taught me a few things also. Uh, but Concrete Repairman uh, was started, uh, you know, through the recession that we had recently, 07, 08. And... Uh, I found out through my research that people were going to repair what they already had. And since the building boom ended, uh, these people are pulling back their carpet, removing their tile, and uh, they're, they're trying to do uh, this work themselves as much as possible, but they're, they're not adding on to their homes as much, so they just want to renovate their homes, which I'm sure, you know, that you're – you're seeing that as well Absolutely. over the past years. So uh, most contemporary styles is what we're seeing. You know, we want our floor to be naturally gray concrete, uh, nice little salt and pepper, you know, throw some color on there. Uh, some people like a high-gloss finish. Other people, hey, I, I don't like that look. I'd rather have more of a matte finish. But I still like that industrial look, even though we've got – uh, the tack strip holes that, that we patch, uh, we have a specialized patch material in a certain way, method, uh, that in the industry is a standard. And most people or some contractors, you know, really don't know how to do that specialty type of attachment molecularly uh, so it stays down. But for stained concrete, for an example... Uh, in an average size home, let's say 2,000 square feet or so, uh, removing uh, the tile. We don't remove tile, but we do have 1,000-pound floor grinders attached to industrial vacuum equipment uh, to keep the dust down. It's not 100% dust-free, but we do our very best to do so. So all of this surface has to be profiled correctly in 
order for the stains and dyes to work correctly and adhere molecularly into the surface. And my technique for staining floors, especially older homes, which are not in pristine uh, condition, which you would use an acid stain for those situations, but we have to color those tax strip holes that we patch. We have a special patch mix blend that we use for these tax strip holes to try to conceal them as much as possible so you don't notice them as much. And most of our stains and dyes are translucent, so you can still see the floor and and still give you that, that look of a of hundred different color shades of the stain color. But you can still see the patchwork, the cracks, that sort of thing underneath because it's translucent, but it's colored and tinted uh, really close to the same stain color that we're laying down. And what we're finding out is uh, we can do these floors uh, and make them very beautiful and very vibrant, but some difficulty comes when we get to the end and we put our sealers on. What we're actually doing is encapsulating the entire surface. That concrete's not going to breathe anymore. And Mother Earth is going to breathe. And atmospheric conditions change, and the air comes up from the floor and uh, evaporates or escapes through the top. But now, if we cap that with an epoxy and, or a polyurethane, uh, it has no room to breathe. And what we're finding is that in a lot of conditions, 50% or maybe even higher, the conditions are such that we have moisture vapor transmission coming vertically through the floor and popping off about the size of your small fingernail. Uh, a bubble will occur. And we see this happening when we encapsulate these floors. And if you cut that open before the bubble pops, you're going to see about three drops of water in there. So it's, it's very evident that there is a lot of vapor transmission in Phoenix, Arizona, and all over. And a lot of it comes from drainage, rain, water coming off of your roof, a negative slope going towards your stem wall, trapping all of this moisture next to your stem wall. And it will move your stem wall uh, vertically, and you'll start getting these crack and fractures in your drywalls. And, uh, you know, we're going to get these lips that Glenn was, you know, talking about. Uh, but anyway, this is where most of the moisture issues that we're finding, and it's because of all of this excess rainwater and negative grade to the house. And because we're living in Arizona, it's not a freeze and thaw climate over here. Our, our stem walls only go down 24 inches That's right. uh, from top of slab to bottom of stem. And that's to keep the termites out. Yeah. And, well, That don't ter- work either. <laughs> termites love moisture. Oh, yeah. And well, they're going to hang up, out there. Once Ep- you build up a pocket of moisture into that slab, they're going to head right there. Yeah, absolutely. And then they'll find a minute crack under uh, a, a stem wall or one of your interior walls that they've nailed down, and they'll chew right up and go right up inside the house. And then people wonder, well, I just had all this done. How could I still have termites? Well, the barrier underneath 
doesn't wick because if you put material, if you if they do like the trenching around the outside of the house, it's not going to wick that fast to kill off the rest of the interior of that. Then you're drilling the inside of the slab with termiticide. Right. Yeah, <laughs> it, and, and that's moisture penetration. Yeah, and, they're, they're pumping gallons and gallons of the stuff in there. Right. And because the atmospheric conditions are different on the interior of a home than it oh, yeah. is on the exterior of the home, uh, when, when we find a lot of saturation of these stem walls in certain geographic areas of, of the house, and staying with the uh, lips that you were talking about mm-hmm. in there, these uh, cracks and fractures coming up through the tile, breaking the tile, and uh, heaving up, yeah. uh, it's not necessarily because you have expansive soil on the inside of the interior of your foundation slab. On a typical stem wall, uh, runs continuous around your house, and your interior slab is a floating slab. It's most generally doesn't have uh, return rebars coming through it every four feet or so. So it, it's in there floating. And when the stem wall goes down, some and the, the interior floor is going to follow that stem wall, and you're going to see a crack and fracture show up about 10, 15, 20 feet away, maybe even closer if you have more extreme movement vertically. Well, I've got a good one for you uh, that uh, gave me a call, and uh, they've had the whole thing around the stem of the house and has separated the interior, is floating off on its own, and the stem is dropping and lifting at two different areas of the house. Oh my God! I think uh, you know. I'm, I'm going to give uh, give the gentleman a call, give him your number, and make sure he gets a hold of you because not only is he going to need an engineer, he's going to need somebody who knows how to handle it. <laughs> well, yeah. uh, well, all exactly. of these small pieces of evidence is what I look for, and we kind of got off track of the stained concrete, but I'll get right back to that <laughs> here in a minute. This uh, is what they wanted to do with the house: is go to the stained concrete, right? And they pulled everything up and went, uh oh. Yeah. All right. I tell you what, before we get into talking back to the stained concrete, let's go to break. And when we come back, we're going to be talking more about that again with uh, James Belleville from the Concrete Repairman and Glenn Cothy from AZ High Tech Tile and Stone. And when it comes to flooring, as they say, we got you covered. Have you been looking for information on your home improvement project? Maybe you've been seeking the right contractor for your remodel work. Don't know which way to turn? Image Home Improvement Live has all those answers and more. You can always catch this contractor doing great work and sharing the best in home improvement information. Remember, Image Home Improvement Live, Saturdays from 8 to 10 on the Double Wide Network. Your answer to all your home improvement needs in the digital age. Good morning, honey. It's the weekend, and you know I have a long list of things that need to be done around the house. You know, some of them are a little bit complicated. Do you think you can handle the list? Sure, honey, no problem. You know I've been doing repairs around the house for years. I know, but sometimes you could be dangerous with tools. Remember the time you tried to change the water heater and put in a new one? That was the great flood of 2015. I don't want that disaster to ever happen again at our house. Maybe we should start listening to that contractor who's on the radio, Steve Dubell. He has a show called Image Home Improvement Live. Well, I don't know everything about our home, so maybe a little education can do us both good. Where can we find the show? Every Saturday morning, 8 to 10 a.m. on StarWorldWideNetworks.com. Get your weekly dose of home improvement every Saturday morning on StarWorldWideNetworks.com. Don't be a homeowner who's dangerous with tools. Call in with your questions, 480-421-0640. 
How many times have you had a plumbing emergency and didn't know who to call? When small problems become big emergencies, you need to call the experts at Curry Plumbing, a family-owned business with 25 years' experience. No job is too small or too large, and the work gets done right the first time, every time. Services include repair and replacement of leaky faucets, broken garbage disposals, water heaters, water softeners, and much more. Curry Plumbing should be your choice for all your plumbing needs. Give them a call today, 623-587-0234. Or check them out on the web, curryplumbing.com. Got this little uh, fixer-upper house I bought about five years ago, and uh, I haven't done anything to it like in five years, you know, so now it's like a little knocker-downer house. (laughs) I mean, even if I had the time, I'm not good with the tools. You know, Bob Vila, remember that show, This Old House? That guy could fix anything. I would watch that and go, oh, my God, you know, he's great. Now, if I had a show, if I had a show, it'd be called This Fat Check. (laughs) Hi, welcome to the show. I'll be writing out a big fat check to my contractor. (laughs) Yeah, we talk about that from time to time, looking for a big fat check for your contractor, because guess what? Sometimes that, that... uh, bill is a big fat bill because you screwed up and tried to do it yourself. Or you waited too, too long. Or you waited too long. Yeah. You know, that's another problem. Too many people, and, and, and this goes not just for what we're talking about today in flooring or bathrooms or anything like that, but in anything with your home, if you don't catch it right away, more than likely you're going to pay for it. You know, that old commercial, you could pay me now or you could pay me later. And if you pay me later, it's going to cost you more. So you got to try, when you catch these things, Yes, you got to watch your budget, but if you find them, don't just ignore them. Get into, especially when you're talking about foundations. I mean, that's one thing. I mean, Dad, you remember our when we did our first year of television, we went a little, we went in down south in Arizona, and we were at a uh, community center where the floors had actually dropped. I think they measured it originally; it was about three inches drop. In one corner, and you saw signs of drywall cracking. And then only four months later, when we went back to film it, okay, it had dropped another four inches. I mean, this is a seven-inch drop, and it almost looked like a stair step. Like when you look at a block wall, when the grout line cracks, when you get settlement, it zigzags down because it's following the... The lines of the where the drywall was. Plus, it got so bad in certain areas, the drywall just split. I mean, that's like a full sheet of drywall just pulling between the screws, and it just pulls apart. You know, so these things, obviously, that's an extreme thing where somebody just let it go for so very long, and they they were going to lose the building if they didn't fix it. You know, so um, on on a more uh, lighter note, one of the things that we came across once was um, about a 25-year-old home that actually they wanted to put down some wood flooring. And it wasn't quite uh, level because the crack was there. It wasn't just that it split and the levels were the same. You had you had some – one side had pushed up a little more than the other side. So what they did, they have a, uh, a procedure that I'd like you to explain to the listeners. It's called stitching, and it looks just like the scissor – like like the um, the zipper, I should say, on a piece of clothing. Tell us a little bit about that because that was the remedy that they actually used to tie it all together because it wasn't moving anymore. The house was like 25 years old. 
Yeah, and uh, the stitching isn't going to hold your home together. Uh, it's just going to keep that slab area from vertical movement uh, continuing. And there's still the issue of, you know, you mentioned one side was higher than the other. And what I call this is the butterfly effect. If, if, you, if you stand one foot on, on each side of that crack and the side that's higher you just put that side, your arm out, and that's where the problem exists on the exterior. So that would be the geographic location that I would go to to see what's going on on the outside of the house. But uh, what I look for is very, very subtle uh, indications of vertical movement. And a lot of times I can inspect an interior and find these very, very subtle fractures in the drywall. And it's going to crack and break where there's least resistance or it's, or it's weakest point, which is usually the, uh, when the two drywalls butt up together. And uh, doing this investigation, just piecing together these little pieces of evidence and going outside and checking out uh, the dirt grade, uh, whether or not it has rain gutters or not, yeah, see where the water is going. There's only two things that are going to move your home, and that's going to be an earthquake or water. And every time I've gone out since I've been in the state of Arizona, it's been water. Yeah. It's a big issue. Yeah, and then they don't believe in uh, gutters in this state. Well, we don't Arizona. need no, We don't Arizona. need We no. don't know stinking gutters. Yeah, what, yeah, what are yeah. you talking about? We only, yeah. we only flash flood when it rains. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, all. And, that's and all. it scours out the soil from the side of the house. You know, you're talking about cracks and other things, and I want to just ask Lent for a little bit. You know, on some of the showers and stuff that we get, too, you know, um, these cracks in the foundation could definitely affect, you know, for instance, a shower stall or or some other area in the bathroom where these cracks show up and we have to deal with them way before you know you even start the rebuilding process because these cracks they could show up anywhere you know we never know if we pull up like for instance uh that other house that we were talking about yeah. that uh, is over on the west side of town the homeowner actually god bless him he just tearing up all the tile in his house he's got probably I don't know. I think it might have been about 900 square feet on the lower end. Let's just say a thousand for round numbers. And he's taken all the tile up himself, and plus he's taken all the thin set off. And wow. some of the gra- cracks that I saw that were underneath where this stuff was was just simply amazing. You just don't know once the flooring goes down what kind of settling is going on under there, unless it shows its ugly head through a piece of tile. Right. Or that, and you've got to sometimes cosmetically go in and do surgery, as we like to say, well, right. and try and repair it, make it look like it never happened, and hope that the foundation isn't settling. Because in certain areas of the house, if it's minor, but the cracks are still there, right. you got to deal with them. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and then you've got to basically try and flatten them out. And then probably one of the hardest things is to find. The right, the right tile and the right grout. Yeah, and and the right material. You got you got a rubber membrane that you have to put on those cracks, and if you don't put it on those cracks, it's going to show up through the tile. You know, and yeah. you can just like I said before, you can spend all that money, do it right. Don't cut any corners because once you start cutting corners, 
in a year or so, you're going to have cracks coming up right in the center of that tile. Then you're going to go, oh, my God, what did I do? Why didn't I spend, you know, $100 more? You know, I mean, it's as simple as that. Yep. Uh, Pennywise and dollar foolish, as they say. Yeah. That's yeah. why we have to put these stitches in to stabilize yeah. that exactly. so yeah. it, it doesn't transfer that crack up through the tile. Yeah. Right. And what I do is uh, we have 1,000-pound floor grinders. Uh, it's real easy to take a hand grinder and grind the cream right off the top. Uh, but once you get into the 90,000 PSI rocks that are directly right underneath there, that little hand grinder is going to stop moving, and you'll be there for months trying to grind that thing down. Uh, let me know. I I know from experience. <laughs> yeah, I hear, you. I hear you. Back in the early days, I, I understand. Right. That's why I carry oh, knee pads with me in all the, the prehistoric time. era. <laughs> <laughs> so the way we do the uh, stitching on these fractures uh, from vertical movement is that we cut down in with the demo saw, and we cut down into this uh, crack, and we go down approximately two and a half inches and about an inch and a half wide. And our rebar pins are approximately 18 inches. And once, once it's cut down in there, we chip that out. We drop the number four half-inch rebar in there. And then we have a two-component epoxy system that dries and gets hard in about tw uh, two hours. Uh, once that's applied and dried, uh, we take our 1,000-pound floor grinders, and then we start leveling that floor. And the bottom of our grinders have... Uh, diamonds that are uh, three inches in diameter, and they're beveled at a 45-degree angle so we can write up on these uh, sharp angles and really get aggressive. And we can go down to six diamond, which is really super aggressive. And But we have to be very careful. If I leave my machine on one area for probably 30 seconds, it'll probably go down to two and a half inches on real soft concrete. Wow. So we do a test. We do a scratch test on the floor to see exactly what diamond that we, hardness of our diamond that we do need to use to grind that floor down and profile it. But all we're doing is uh, stabilizing that fracture for, for your tile. Yeah. Uh, so it doesn't transfer that crack through. But we still have that other issue of, uh, right beside that crack going in that direction is it's getting lower and it's sloping. So we have to build that up with the floor leveler. And then uh, basically the baseboards are removed and readjusted afterwards because it's going to, uh, the new tile is going to profile differently because we got a rise that's a little bit higher and you'll have to make those adjustments. Uh, but usually we don't uh, see any more fracturing. But if the exterior water issues and the drainage is not taken care of, there's nothing that's going to stop that floor from breaking somewhere else. And it will come right up through your tile again. Yeah, that's unbelievable. So you gotta you got to be aware, and you can't bury your head in the sand. you got to always, like I said, do a walk around your home or take notice when you're walking in your home because there are things that you may see or if you don't pay attention, you may miss that could cause you problems down the road. When we come back, we're going to have more with Glenn and James. So make sure you stay tuned. You're listening to Image Home Improvement Live right here. In this high-tech world of stock market trading, you need an edge to compete and grow. Here's Gabe Assur about how you can get that edge. It's called the Robotic Trader. The Robotic Trader, it's, it's fully automated. 
It, it starts in the morning at 9.30 for you automatically. It looks at 8,000 equity symbols in 22 seconds. It will execute the buy and the sell automatically. Take your profits, put it in your account, and it shuts itself off at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Do what I did. Get the robotic trader and get your edge today. Call today, 623-271-2638, or find them on the web at robotictradingusa.com. If you've been thinking of replacing or upgrading those kitchen cabinets or appliances in your home, even though they're still in good shape, then I have a solution for you. Stardust Building Supplies is a 501c3 organization recycling such things as kitchen cabinets, toilets, doors, windows, tubs, and more. Remember, one man's trash is another woman's treasure. They have three convenient valley locations, 51st Avenue and Northern in Phoenix, Alma School and Broadway in Mesa, and 40th Street and Thunderbird in Phoenix. Net profits from Stardust stores support their Angels on Call program, which provides free home repairs to qualified low-income homeowners in the Phoenix metro area. Last year, Angels on Call helped over 100 homeowners with their necessary home repairs. Let's do our part for the green movement. Give Stardust Building Supplies a call today, 480-668-0566, or visit them on the web at stardustbuilding.org. Everyone enjoys a fireplace during the winter, but safety has to be a priority. I'm Danny Lifter with tips for today's homeowner. Stay tuned and we'll talk about keeping your fireplace or wood stove properly maintained this winter right after this. Visit todayshomeowner.com now and enter the Win Danny and His Crew contest brought to you by Leviton. You could win a visit from Danny and the gang. They'll spend the day helping you take care of those pesky repair and maintenance chores that keep piling up. And you'll have a starring role in a special episode of the Today's Homeowner TV show. Enter now at todayshomeowner.com slash winddanny. No purchase necessary. Open to legal residents of the United States 21 years of age or older. Void war prohibited. Promotion ends 2-14-16. For official rules and complete details, visit todayshomeowner.com slash rules. If enjoying the warm glow of your fireplace or wood stove plays heavily in your winter plans, a visit from a chimney sweep probably should too. If you didn't get it inspected before the heating season started, then do it now. The greatest concern is creosote, which is a byproduct of burning wood. It builds up in the chimney or flue, and it poses two different problems. First, this pasty black substance is not only flammable, it can be explosive. Second, besides the threat of a fire or explosion, a creosote-clogged chimney or flue can fill your home with carbon monoxide. And while this gas is both odorless and invisible, it's also very deadly. So, enjoy the fireplace, but prevent those potentially dangerous situations by having your chimney or flue clean today. I'm Danny Lifford with tips for today's homeowner. Hi, I'm John Weisbach, co-host of FYI Network's hit TV show, Tiny House Nation. Now, people all over the country are downsizing, and tiny homes are all the big rage. But remember, even tiny homes need repairs, and left unattended, those tiny problems become big problems. Don't let that happen to you. Know what makes your home tick. Listen every week to Image Home Improvement Live, Saturday morning on the Double Wide Network. around here doing laundry and putting up drywall i'm at work busting my hump oh please 
please. From what I hear, you waltz in there at 10.30, take a nap on the toilet, then sit around Googling your own name until lunch. <gasps> Who told you that? You <laughs> shouted it while we were making love. <laughs> Homer, always interesting in doing it. He's probably doing drywall because the foundation fell. That's probably why he's doing drywall. <laughs> then the other, t- the other one is where he found Maggie in the drywall. Somebody just drywalled her in. She must have been asleep in the, in, you know, between the studs. Why I don't know, but you never know. <laughs> but um, we want to welcome all y'all back. This is Image Home Improvement live, and a little, as we say, a little Southern accent there. You know, y'all, y'all. You know, yeah. I know other people that say that, but you know, not this guy. I'm from New York, but that just slid in there every now and then with a little bit of Southern lingo there for my friends down in. Louisiana, you know, what can I tell you? Did it hurt? No, it didn't hurt. No, it didn't. Let me tell you, you know, I I have to tell you, I, I when I was uh, years ago, I've been to Louisiana in ages, but I had a really good time. Got some friends down there, went down there a couple of years ago. And uh, one thing I got to say is I probably went like when you tell people to come to Phoenix, come, you know, don't come during July and August. I was down there when it was hot and sticky mm. and it was just it was just unbearable. It's like, you know, you take a shower on Monday and Friday, you're still wet. Nice. <laughs> That's a long Come time. on now. That was a, uh, that was a funny. A Get with time. it, Dan. No, I'm not going to touch that one at all. Oh, okay. All right. All right. We're talking about flooring in your foundations today with Glenn Cothy from AZ High Tech Tile and Stone, James Belleville from the Concrete Repairman. And, you know, it's you guys, it, it's just amazing, you know, Every, as we said in our first hour, there are a lot of different things that come up that there's no other way to have it but a professional be able to deal with certain problems. You just can't go down to your big box store and ask the guy who's making minimum wage down there, um, hey, what do I do? This is what I got going on. Unless, I mean, you know, you don't know. I mean, there are certain people that I've met, like at Home Depot and Lowe's, that are actually qualified contractors that maybe they retired. And now they're just, they want to do something, but they want to stay connected with the construction industry and they, they work at Home Depot or Lowe's. But uh, very rarely do you run across those kind of people. You know, most of the time you go in there and, you know, you've got somebody in there who's just there, you know, to sell you stuff. To sell you stuff, you know, and here, so take, take this epoxy, that'll fill it right yeah, up. Yeah, you won't yeah. ever see it again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Dan, Dan with a little drawl there. I see, that's good. I started something. All right. I lived in Texas. All right, Patty, you'll love you for that. Okay. Well, well, they got to pay for that NASCAR car they got going on there. Well, yeah. Speaking of <laughs> speaking, not to have a sidebar, but you know what tomorrow is? Yeah. Talking about NASCAR. Daytona. Daytona 500, baby. Yeah. It's time to start the new season. Yep. That's it. Yeah, that's right. That's zoom, right. Zoom, You know, zoom, zoom. There you go. You know, you, what, no, what, what's, all right, Blake, what's the, what do they usually say when, because it usually starts, Daytona 500 usually is broadcast on Fox. And what do you, what, what's that favorite way that the races start when they're on Fox? Fair and balanced? No, <laughs> no, no, Dan, you're in, you're in politics. no. Boogity, boogity, boogity. Let's go racing, boys. Come there on. Now go. let's get it going here. Guys, you got to get you guys up to speed. You forgot everything. Look what three, four months of no NASCAR. Everybody's like, and don't forget, you know, NASCAR be coming to Phoenix here in March, March 13th. They'll be back out at Phoenix International Raceway getting started. And, you know, it's for the first year in many years that Jeff Gordon's not going to be, you know, 
in the starting grid. He's going to be up in the Fox broadcast, Dan. Oh, right. <laughs> that's doing great. broadcasting. So yeah. that's going to be interesting, um, you know, commentary that he's going to have in a different light shared on some of the things that happen. Well, I'm going to be in Vegas. You're going to be in Vegas? Yeah. Well, if you wait long enough, Dave, going to Vegas, too, you might be able to well, want to no, stay I'm, there. I've been invited to speak. Oh, wait, excuse me. <laughs> it's a freebie, baby. It's a freebie. It's a freebie. Okay. Any excuse to go. Uh, any excuse to go. Just make sure that you don't, you know, just if, you, if you're going to spend money and, and just take 100 bucks and go play. Yeah. But if, if you lose it, bucks. just stop. You know, because I don't yeah. want to hear the phone call. Steve, can you come up and get me? Because I blew all my money. <laughs> no, transportation's already taken care of. Okay, all right, well, all right. We'll see what happens. We'll yeah. see how we'll see how happy you are when you come back. Well, I'll be right. just fine. Okay. <laughs> all right. Let's get back talking about some of the other things. Okay. As we figuring out, one thing I want to ask Len about. All right, we talked in the first hour with uh, Vince Cavelli from QDI. The the trend towards putting in plank tile. And we talked about this this week, that obviously it's it's a different type of install than if you did your old typical 13-inch or 16-inch tile. Tell our, little, our listeners a little bit about the difference between installing that, because this way they probably think, well, it's tile. It could be installed the same way. Yeah. Unfortunately, I wish it was that easy. Um, plank tile, um, when it's manufactured... Uh, it, it, it looks beautiful. It, uh, it looks square. It looks flat until you start setting it. It's not flat. It actually has a little bow to it. So everybody wants to go with this three, you know, eighth inch grout joint or smaller. Well, once you get a small grout joint like that and you get such a big tile, say it's a four by 30, 20, 24 or, yeah, or 36. A, yeah, or 36, or they even got in the 48. Yeah, those are just unbelievable. Yeah, and uh, I did a floor and uh, not too long ago in Tempe, and uh, it's like it's the hardest material I think I've ever set in my whole career. And people think it's just tile, it's no big deal, you know, just put it on the floor. It's, it doesn't work that way. And, and you have to use a special grout. Because you're using so much thin set because the floors do this. Yeah, they got a little wave in there. Yeah, you got this. That floor has got to be comp- almost perfectly flat to one make eight, it look nice. It, one eighth of an inch and 10 feet. Yeah. Well, and yeah, and 10 feet, one eighth, I can handle that. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's but, a really flat floor. Yeah. And most of these floors are installed by uh, a person. With a rod board or two by four, and yeah. you're going to get variances of oh all my God. kinds. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, absolutely. I call it a beer level on a board. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You take the actual beer, put the board up, and say, ah, it's close, bring her in. Right. <laughs> so here they you... didn't even use a 20-foot roll, Dan. Right. <laughs> now, these tiles do, you bring them in, and, and they sit there for, for a day or two just to reach climate? No, they don't need to be acclimated. This, these are porcelain. Okay. It's porcelain wood. You have to acclimate it right. like that. But yeah, no, this is porcelain tile. But but it uh, it really looks nice. I really like it. But it is really super hard, even for me to having thirty four years in this plus that to make it flat. I mean, it is. It takes every little thing that that I know, my knowledge, to make it look good. And I know for a fact there isn't the eighty five percent of the guys out there don't know what they're doing. And they, I've seen some bad jobs with this plank tile, bad jobs. The 15% of us, 
we work. We have to really use our noggins to put that floor in to make it flat because the tile is bowed and you're staggering it like, like wood plank or wood top or, I mean, wood flooring. And uh, it's tough. It's, it's super tough. It's not like an 18 by 18 on the straight lay. I can, I can roll with the flow of the concrete with an 18 by 18 and make it look great, you know, and it's not flat, flat, you know, but it looks flat. But this plank tile whole different animal i mean it's just totally different yeah and you've got to take a look at the whole entire floor Mm -hmm. not just go out and say okay i'm going to start here because obviously you've got to lay out the floor uh, you know anyway to make it look right make sure that you've got the right tile starting in the right place but then all of a sudden if you have issues to deal with oh yeah like you say that those are things that have to be considered and the average homeowner who decides to do a diy weekend may not see that and by the time he gets enough of it down and he looks at it and he's like, oh crap look yeah. what i did and it's too late now yeah. because it's all down oh yeah I, I personally myself uh i've actually you know i've set a lot of plank tile and i i'm the owner and the installer so if i don't like something i'm yanking it out and there's been a couple times where i didn't like a piece because it was so bowed i couldn't i couldn't make it look good and it was right in the walk area where everybody's going to be there seeing it and everything. So I'll tear that sucker out of there, get rid of it, and, and put something in, else there. Can you and, walk in the front door, and it looks like you're actually on board ship? It yeah, dips up and down so bad? Yeah. I mean, that's, that stuff is unbelievable. It's really tough to, to work with. And I know, I know there's a lot of guys out there that aren't educated at all on this stuff. At all. And that's honestly God truth. And matter of fact, I did a shower. First time I ever did a shower at a plank tile about a month ago. And I'm telling you what, it came out beautiful. And I sent that to my sister in Michigan. She got a ranch home there. And now she's flying me out there in August to redo her master shower on a plank tile. Sweet. It, and it looks like old wood barn. You know, it's a gray oh, with the black. Wow. Oh, yeah. it, that's great. It can't, I mean, my hairs are standing up already. All right. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to make that. I'm going to make my sister's bathroom look beautiful. All right. Ooh, it sounds like the You're Thursday good. show. It's going to be good, sexy. I, I am. I yeah. am. Yeah. All, right. <laughs> All right. We're going to wrap up the show. Glenn, tell our listeners how they can contact you. Okay. You can contact me at 602-799-9619. Anytime. Give me a call. And I'll come out and take a look at what you have. All right. And you can also find Glenn's information on our website, imagehomeimprovementshow.com. And, James, how about you? Uh, just go to concreterepairman.com or just type in Google Concrete Repairman. And we do give free estimates to any homeowner that has any foundation issues whatsoever. All right. Thank you. And any, after we get the foundation issues all taken care of, Glenn and I will come in and Put everything back together to make sure that it looks pristine like it never happened. Like our own home. There you go. Groovy, man. And remember, if you ever, ever thought about not listening to this program. Resistance is futile. We'll see you next week. Have a great weekend. You're a great American. I love you.